This is Graphically Novel, a podcast by three brothers who like each other but love comic books. I'm Jamie. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And we are the Brothers Fugit. And on this episode, we're reviewing one of Sam's picks. Uh, Sam, uh, preview? Defend? Uh, what are we doing? Well, you previewed it last week for me because my tablet froze up, so we're just going <laughs> to defend, maybe? I had forgotten that. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like I just had a <laughs> black good. screen to look at. I even had it loaded up, ready to go, and it was like just black screen on me. Like, well, it sucks. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. So, but for this week, you know, we was doing the the horror thing when I put this on the list. Like I was looking at the scary books, and I just ran across this one in the Unlimited, and I read the little the the comicsology uh, summary of it, and I looked at some of the art. And I was like, oh, it looks pretty cool. Just throw it on the list. So I'd never read it until last week. And then uh, here we are. That's all I really got, guys. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> We're in the boat together. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Uh, it looked interesting. Yeah, it does. And uh, the, so this this one's the Terror of the Zombie Queen. Do the do the rest of the like does the rest of the series have a similar sort of feel? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the spider. spider. Yeah, the Spider Terror of the Zombie Queen, Volume One. Now is he like an old character that they've like refurbished, like like like, like they did with uh, uh, Green Hornet and stuff like that? Maybe I I think he's just a, a blend of several characters. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get into that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's time for the live action Batman grades, and this is the part of the show where we grade our graphic novel based on the men who have thus far played Batman in live action. Uh, so Pattinson is still out. Um. We'll see though. That trailer though, Land. Have you ever go back and good. watch it? Yeah, I'll go yeah. back and watch yeah, it. I've watched it three or four times. I think. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it, it's going to be the new mutants. It's going to be five years. We're going to be talking about Pattinson <laughs> as Batman. It's going to be great when we get it. It's going to be years. I I hope you're wrong. Uh, anyway, so uh, it's it's based on uh, those fellas, and it's from best to worst. It is Bell, Affleck, Keaton, West, Kilmer, and Clooney. And Josh, I am so glad you were going first. I don't want to. Uh, (laughs) so i I waffled a bit i probably had three or four different names picked out at various times uh i landed on a keaton i I, I went on the plus side of the scale uh and uh a small spoiler it's mostly because of the art i thought the art was pretty solid if it had a worse art i think it would have been on the negative side of our scale it would have been on the bottom half for sure but keaton's where i where i settled so well, I am in the same place. I picked Keaton. Um, and I've got some art nitpicks, um, some complaints. And so we'll we'll get into that. Um, I thought it was an entertaining read. Um, it was a, it's a weird combination of like, you know, well-worn tropes and like, and some real actual creativity. And so it was just this, it was just like, I, I went from going between like, man, I've read, I've read that a thousand times to like, you know, I've never seen that done before kind of thing. Like mm. it was this weird combination, but it, but I had a good time with it. Um, but it's not like mind blowing, um, but it's, it's entertaining. I'd recommend it uh, a weak recommendation, but I'd recommend it. Yeah. If they're bored and then nothing else for them to do, they should read this one. <laughs> if you have nothing else in your book that you want to look at. This is okay. a good one for you. Okay. So how low was your grade? <laughs> <laughs> I bet we didn't get three Keatons. <laughs> sound like it. You know what? I, I was like, Josh, I went back and forth and I'll give it a Keaton. I'll, I'll side with you. I actually wrote down a West, but I'll give it a Keaton. I'll agree with y'all. All right, we'll get into it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, there are there is two issues I would have went lower, and but I think there were four issues were strong enough. I think it's still a recommendation, but we'll we'll get into that too. Okay, so the creator credits are uh, it's written by David Liss, art by Colton Worley, letters by Simon Boland Bowland. I don't know. Uh, now here's where all the names come in that you know are, are on the covers. So the covers are by Alex Ross, John Cassidy. Francesco Francavia and Ron Lesser. All of the famous names of the guys on the cover. And it I think it shows. I, I really like the covers a lot. Yeah. All right. So um before we get into the spoiler section, um that's a pretty weak recommendation. We're on the positive side. Um, but if you want to get past the recommendation and get to the actual details, um you're gonna have to listen past the uh the spoiler clacks in here. So all the radioactive spoilers are to follow. It's time for the bite size breakdown. Issue one, go. All right, not not so bite that uh, bite size this week, fellows. Uh, so bear with me. Uh, issue one opens with a montage of the spider or Richard Wentworth taking guys while giving us some exposition explaining his mo, which is shooting criminals and branding their faces. We learn he broke up with his girlfriend Nita before going off to war, and then she married his friend, the police commissioner. Also, she knows he's the spider. He also freelances as a special consultant for the police. The commissioner calls him in on a strange crime where multiple people were poisoned by a gas. They find one survivor who is now a zombie. Then they get a phone call from the culprit who calls herself Anput, the Egyptian goddess of the dead. She then proceeds to detonate a charge around the zombie's neck, blowing his head off. Here's another spoiler. My breakdowns are a mess. All right, here's issue two. (laughs) After the first encounter with the, with the zombie, the spider is sent to a building where a bomb is supposed to go off. He gets everyone out of the building and meets the Egyptian-themed uh, no, Egyptian zombie queen and her henchman, uh, who's mostly unnamed. Uh, she tries to enlist the spider in her crusade to rid the city of its filth. He and his pal Ram Singh rescue Nita and her crew from a, her crew from a crew of zombies. Uh, guess who was tired when they wrote this? Uh, <laughs> then we learn the sad origin story, story of the zombie queen. And as the issue closes, we see that she and Detective Field are exchanging things, and now she knows the secret identity of the spider. Right, so for issue three, uh, Anput gases a bar, maybe the street, and turns a crowd of people into zombies that wander out into the streets and cause mayhem. Richard goes to Nita and tries to talk her into giving him all the police reports on the zombie attacks. Then he goes to his dad's office and attacks like a complete jerk. Attacks him like a complete jerk. And wants to find out if it was the company's gas turning people into zombies. Spider hits the streets and the bad guys trying to find input, only for her to find him and attack him. She uses some tarantula gas on him and monologues about how she knows he is Richard, but the spider has been secretly taking low doses of the tarantula gas. In uh, I lost my face here. Is it? And then, uh, <laughs> I said, yeah. And then here it is. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's been taking low doses of the tarantula gas every day and uh, not completely out and shoots her. She escapes, and the next day, Detective Hilt tries to arrest Richard but gets punched instead. Input gases a baseball game, and Spider is on the way. That's a lot. Sorry, I lost yeah. my spot. No, there's a lot in these. <laughs> I, normally, uh, I normally mess that up every time. Well, I, like I promise three, only I'll get it. 
Well, each brain is like three times bigger than usual. So, it yeah. really is. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're issue four. The spider enters City Field, where Input just released some gas, and he starts rescuing survivors of the attack. While vi- fighting zombies, he calls Professor Brownlee to see if he's cracked the gas yet. He hasn't, but he does reveal that another attack is happening at Rolla Burton headquarters, the spider's father's main corporate rival. The spider races to his father's penthouse to confront him. His father claims innocence, and the spider leaves to find proof that his father is involved. Input sends out a TV message that the police are to stop their investigation into her, and the spider is to go into hiding. Ram helps the spider review the message, and they learn where Input sent it from. The spider rushes to the location, only to be trapped in the building, which begins filling with the zombie gas. Okay. Um, weirdly, the finale in issue five. It's weird because it's in issue six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so here we go. Issue five. In the middle of a zombie... Uh, no, hold on. Let's do that again. Uh, mm-hmm. In the middle of a smoke and zombie-filled room, the spider defeats Abdul and escapes with the compound. Professor Brownlee discovers that it does indeed come from Daddy's company. The spider rushes to another attack where Nita has been zombified. Furious, he then rushes back to Daddy's company where all is revealed. The zombie queen stole the formula from Daddy, but then he cooperated for profit. Spider finds the zombie queen Zeppelin where he defeats her and stops the last gas attack. Dun, 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 the end. Yeah, you cleaned that up pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you did good on that one. Yeah. And then All the right. bonus issue. The bonus issue does nothing to do with this story. Issue six. All right, so this is a complete new bad guy, Downing. So it goes down in his torture in Jackson because he, is, he has betrayed Wingman. Spider comes in and saves Jackson and Downing runs away. Jackson tells Richard all he knows about Wingman and his plans to rob a bank. Richard goes to Nita to get info on Porter and the bank that is supposed to be robbed. Spider tries to warn Porter he is, in, he is the target Wingman is after. But after Porter doesn't believe him, Porter goes to the soup kitchen the next day and is attacked by birds. And Spider stops them with his gadget, but it hurts Porter too. Spider figures out Porter is Wingman and stops him from robbing a bank. Maybe? I'm not you sure what happened there. Way more effort in that than I would have. <laughs> I would have felt like there's another bad guy who uses birds or something. Like, that's that's as much effort as I would have put into it. Well, there's, like, a, there's a pseudo origin story with a weird bird guy. Yeah, and it almost feels like that. Good. Oh, it's part of the story. We'll get into it. <laughs> I, th- I think if that had been like a zero issue, it was like a bonus, you know, before the main story thing, it was just tacked on, like like, yeah. an ex- like a little something extra to you know make it worth buying, buying the trade. I would have felt different than it just being issue six. Yeah, I, I don't. I because I even left off because even in this break, I should have put down. It starts actually him uh, remembering back when he was in war, Jackson, how he had to stop Jackson from killing all these people or whatever. That's who he was rescuing. Is it one of his old war buddies? But it's not really still, still not much of an origin story because we don't actually know becomes the spider. We just see his interactions in, as yeah. a soldier. I, I don't know. It's weird. Um, it's a weird decision to tack that on there. Um, uh, they should have stopped it. Really, really should have stopped it. Five. All right. Uh, so next is the graphically novel pyramid, and this is the part of the show where we discuss the three elements that we believe are necessary for a graphic novel to be a good graphic novel. And the first element is story. And Josh, you're leading us off on that. All right. I, I, spoiler for the story section. I don't have a lot of good comments. This is where the majority of my gripes with this thing come in. Uh, but yeah, like we already talked about, why issue six? I mean, issue five ended the story. Issue six did not need to be in this volume. Uh, 
I, I did like the initial setup of the story. I kind of liked where they were going with issue one. I'm like, well, this could be fun. You know, they're 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 setting a world up. And uh, man, the more I read this thing, the more I just got disinterested with it. Honestly, the the deeper I got into it, the more it got convoluted and the coincidences started really piling up. Uh, and I, I I got pulled out of the story numerous times. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I, I really think the story had a good foundation that crumbled once they started getting into it that they it really fell apart on because i actually think it was a it kind of reminds me of that uh feel no one we've done but anyway so that's a good concept but it fell through i can't remember that other comic now blackout was like that blackout it's like blackout that's what i kept thinking of it's a a good concept man it really fell apart on them yeah i i don't know i don't want to say it was lazy writing but it, it seems suspicious that the spider was the people around him were so involved with the story. His girlfriend's married to his friend, who's the commissioner, who hires him to investigate stuff. The bad guy robbed from his dad, who owns a company. You know, it's there was like just a whole lot of stuff centered around him. I don't know that we needed everything to be so tied together. It's like a giant spider web of story. They exactly. tried to tie everything together, and it got on my nerves. Uh, He's the center then, of the universe. Jeez. I know there was too much. And then one thing I do think they should have done, it, it, it was such an integral part of the story that he broke up with Nita before he went on his last mission because he didn't think he was coming back. And then he had to stay dead. He had to remain dead for a while. So she married the commissioner stuff. And then he comes back and it causes all this friction between them. I feel like we should have gotten some flashback or something to do with that mission. I mean, that's a huge part of why he became the spider. I think if he hadn't went through that mission and had to break up with Nita, I don't think he comes back and becomes the spider. Uh, And for this to be a volume one, I think we should have got some of that uh, in the story. And I was really missing that. Uh, And I've got more graphs, but you all go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll lay off for a little bit. I, I like the story. Um, I mean, there are there are so many coincidences and all that. One or two I'll roll with, but there was so many. Like, they got me when they got the tarantula gas. Oh, it just so happens I've been taking you know tarantula poison at low doses to build up an immunity. I'm like, what a coincidence that she used tarantula. No, it's inconceivable. Poison. I'm going to say it should have been yeah. ivory powder. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that, 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 at that point, I was like, all right, you guys, you've gotten lazy on me. You're just... Take an easy way out on stuff. But he knew but that it, could happen. But yeah. it, it feels like they were doing like a um, like a nineteen fifties style noir type story. And they, I just I rolled with it. Like they had yeah. they got the vibe down right. So I was like, you know, I I mean I, I know what you're I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. And so I just kinda rolled with it and I rolled with all the stuff. Because like, on those stories the plots don't always make sense. And it's more about the mood. And getting into the setting, and and they kind of cheat a little bit because it's obviously a modern story because there's like cell phones everywhere, but like this there's all <laughs> fedoras, and everybody's got a fedora and those long trench coats, mm-hmm. and the cops are dressed like old style cops, and it's like yeah, you're cheating. Even though cop cars are old, I mean yeah. old style cop cars. Yeah, you're, you're cheating to help set that noir mood, but like you, but it worked. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, all, it was, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, so, so, I, so I rolled with a lot of the inconsistencies and the coincidences because, like, you know, that, those old stories did have that. And so I was like, yeah, okay, I, I, I like those kind of stories. So I'm I'm, I'm in. I mean, I'll, I'll roll with all your crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they just throw stuff at it to make it fit the story, what's happening at that time. Like, how do we get here? It doesn't matter. Just throw us at it. <laughs> 
tarantula poison was a lot though. Yeah. I mean, I do like the the input being a, the Egyptian goddess of the dead, and she's like got this that, gas yeah. that makes the living people turn into like like it was a it was a cool setup. Like I said, I liked issue one, and, and I got into it, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be pretty good. And then the, it just went downhill for me. And, and I'm not a big fan of the noir stories, anyways. So. You know, I, I do like some noir stuff, but this one here, I, like I said, I, I love the concept. I love what they was going for. I liked input as a bad guy. It was pretty cool seeing a like an Egyptian goddess kind of woman coming in and kicking butt. But she rolled over at the end so easy. Like the way he just kind of, I guess he pushed her out of a building shot or whatever he done. It just like, it over. Like her bodyguard got beat up every time he came around. It, it, it was the way it, they ended it. Should have ended it, I should say. Well, she had kinda, beat him up a couple of times already. That should have been a bigger fight. Yeah, yeah. it should have been. I mean, like, she was really just rolled over. Uh, there were a couple things I liked. I thought that I'd, he's this weird, like, Batman-Spider-Man hybrid, and they kind of play that out. Like, like, he's joking constantly, like Spider-Man, but it's more of like a cynical, dark, you know, kind of mm-hmm. humor rather than the lighthearted, goofy stuff Spider-Man does. So it made the story feel like this weird hybrid. Like, they're trying to do some Spider-Man stuff, but they're really leading into it, especially, especially like Batman the Animated Series type yep. of storytelling they really need leaning into that it was just i was i i was i enjoyed that like seeing the weird scenes where they're trying to like yeah. sew the things together i'm like uh, i'm sure. not sure it's working but i'm kind of entertained <laughs> I, yeah. I thought that i thought the sort of like the reverse Ra's al ghul they did was a fun twist like um because like she's made this big you know speech like we're here to take down the filth of the city blah blah blah, blah. she just had for money she i thought did. that was yeah. kind of you know yeah. it's an interesting twist and I thought the the subplot with Nita was well done. Um, it was interesting. That's probably, yeah, best, that's probably one of the best things. The subplot. Yeah, it was a little tropey. I mean, to have the kind of love triangle there, but like she's actually married to the dude. It's not just this like you know thing with like whether well, they're interested, maybe somebody else, whatever. She actually married the other guy. Yeah. And well, the other guy was completely gullible too. He's like, I'm glad you're here, talking her some sense into her. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, talk her into sure. something else, bro. Yeah. That's why he's a commissioner, not a detective. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got one more graph I want to bring up, uh, and then I'm done with the story section. Uh, on page 23, he's doing a breakdown of the bad guys he's fought, and he mentions the Silver Falcon, who for some reason uses attack owls to commit crimes. He's the Falcon, but he uses owls. Then in issue six, the bad guy's wingman, wingman. who uses attack pigeons to rob banks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why are there two, two bird-themed Bad guys. Uh, you know, when I read issue six, I had to go back and make sure it wasn't the same guy because I thought it was. I thought that's what they were doing because they mentioned him in the beginning. It's like, oh, they're just going to do so. This is the wingman guy, whatever. Yep. Like, nope. Wrong. Maybe he came back with a cooler name later. Maybe. Because wingman yeah, is a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, but when, when I saw he was using attack pigeons, it reminded me of last week's episode when we talked about the attack doves, the ladies of perpetual darkness were using. I was like, oh, those are the attack doves. That's what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the collar of King, though. I thought that was a pretty cool name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Are we done with the story? It was, it, like I said, it was cool. I, I like the Egyptian kind of thing, oh, bad guy. I did want to mention, Lady. I thought the, the pacing was really good. Because when I when I went back to do my breakdowns, I was like, man, a ton of junk is happening on every issue. It doesn't. I don't I didn't think it felt that way when I read it. It didn't yeah. feel jam-packed. He, like, he's running all over that city. Yeah, I mean he's all over the place. That's that's pretty good pacing. If there's so much getting done and you don't feel like you're rushing through stuff, I never felt rushed, and so I, yeah. I thought the pacing was, you know, on on, on you know, kind of looking back on it, it was really well done. 
All right, so um, I'm first on art, and the best part of the art is the creative page layouts. Um, I, I was – okay, I'll, I thought issue one stunk um, art-wise. I, it really feels like they took an artist who was used to doing like traditional pencils and said, all right, we need you to hurry up and do like digital yep. uh, penciling. And he didn't know what he was doing. Because by the end of it, it's the same artist all the way through. By the end, it looks great. The first issue looks like garbage. I mean, I'm being a little harsh, but it de- but it gets so much better that I don't feel too bad about being harsh. Because it feels like he's working in a new medium, and he doesn't, and he mm-hmm. still get the feel for it. And there's just like whole faces that look bad. the The pencil lines are too thick and too dark. Um, they they kind of look like you know like everybody's a zombie. Like it's not just the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody looks like a zombie. They look like um like the Polar Express, like the uh, undead Christmas <laughs> or something. Um, but it, but from the from the very first issue though, he's doing those like creative page layouts, and they look awesome. Um, like where Anne puts head, it's like dividing the page, and like well, so like around each like, part of her like crown is like a different thing going on, and it guys, I've I've loved the creative page layouts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good with those. Yeah, like the the way they use the smoke on that one page, like the smoke mm-hmm. divided things up, or like all the times like the webs he's shooting out of his gun, like those like those uh, spider tracer things, mm-hmm. the way he divides the page with those. I mean, I, I thought the the page layouts were the best thing in the book. Yeah. And, and How and many more awards you going to get out of the way before we get to the award section? <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked one too though. Dude, I don't remember what page it was. I didn't really care to write it down. But like he was like fighting and he he punched like so he he was like the main centerpiece like when his fist went through one panel come out another panel it was really cool looking how how they like you said the, the page layouts that one like, the, stood out in my mind but the page layouts are good from the word go like even yeah. the first issue where he's still getting the, like still figuring out did, yeah. I'm just, that's that's what it feels like to me like just yeah. as a reader it feels like he's figuring it out but see but, it, I, what I took from it was that he was trying because I do agree I think it does get progressively better and I think. That uh, he wanted to do it this way and they didn't like it or whatever, so they made him change it because it, it didn't look like it, it didn't look bad to me. It just looked different than the rest of it. And sometimes I felt like it was actual like old school pencil, and sometimes it was that digital stuff, like I had it from panel to panel was mixed in. And I think it's it that may have contributed to it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But overall, I thought the art was okay. Issue one I did have some different faces for the same person. <laughs> I noticed that a lot, but you know they, they finally settled in. You know, Hilt was one of the ones I, I really noticed that was always evolving, and uh, even even Spider evolved a little bit. Yeah, you could pick seven different panels and cast seven different people, and it would all be like, okay, yeah, I know, I can totally see that. See that. But he never looked completely different. That just, yeah, he he wasn't very consistent at first. Uh, and I, like I said, mentioned earlier, I thought the art was the best part of this thing. I like this style. I think I'm, I'm realizing this is one of my favorite styles. Uh, and I think if the art had been done any any worse, I would have dropped it down a grade or two. <laughs> I may have gave this to Kilmer. That's entirely yeah. possible. Uh, <laughs> but I thought the action was dynamic. I mean, there was a lot of fight scenes. The fights were mm-hmm. done well. Everything, you could see what was going on. Even when they were in a smoke-filled room, you could kind of see what was going on. Uh, and then I, I, I like the design of the spider. I like his character design with the mask that bleeds into the cape cowl with the hat. I enjoyed that. With one exception. In issue two, for some reason, the artist decided that the teeth were showing through the mask. Yeah. No, they done it all the way through. It was in a lot of them. It I just, never noticed. Just certain it was hit or miss. 
Yeah. They didn't do it all the time. It looks I, terrible. <laughs> how do you have teeth through your mask? Well, the mask covers his lips. He doesn't have a mouth hole. It's like the mask is part of his lips. But like most of the time, it's like well, in issue two is like almost every panel you can see the teeth. Like I didn't notice it the rest of the book. Yeah. Maybe my brain was like not letting me see it because it made me so weird. I was so weirded out by it. But like you know, the rest of the time, it's just it's a complete face covering. And I, I thought I thought then like the design was cool. Like, but when the teeth are shown, I'm like, no, it ruins it. Ruins the whole thing. Just those those teeth make it just look weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 I didn't really have any nitpicks on the teeth show, but there I was okay with it. Uh, my nitpick was the guns, the lasers coming out. Why was there like web strands in between the individual laser beams? There's like three mm-hmm. straight oh. beams coming out. How does He's that a happen? I don't think that's how lasers work. He's is a billionaire. He or is his dad? Uh, he he gets a stipend or something. I don't know. Yeah, he gets an allowance. <laughs> but, he spends his allowance on spider tracers. Yeah, creative yeah, spider cool. tracers. But no, I thought the art was. I I, I really liked it. Uh, I didn't have really any nitpicks on it. Those teeth are terrible though. Yeah, it bothered me, man. It really did. <laughs> I cringed. Like I felt I felt bad for the book. I'm like, you're better than this. You're not great, but you're better than this. Yeah. All right. I think we've exhausted the. Uh, uh, but okay, it, but if if any of our listeners do borrow this thing, don't. St- I mean, if the art issue one does bother you, just hold on. Uh, it does get a lot better. And by the yeah. end, it's. I think. I think I'm. With, by the end, I'm with Josh that the art is very good. I don't agree at the beginning, but by the end, it is very good art. It's kind of like a watered down Clayton Crane style with that digital. Maybe not quite as highly detailed or realistic, but it's got that feel. To yeah, me, yeah. Some panels are really, really realistic. He does really good with it. But yeah, there, you know, it's not Clayton there, Crane. There's a panel or two that rise almost to Clayton Crane level. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's got that feel. It's definitely yeah. in that style. So if that's, I mean, if you like the Carnage we reviewed, that's this is a similar style art. Once it gets right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm normally the art snob, as Jamie likes to call me. Uh, but I, I didn't think it. If the it boot was fits. That, it, I mean, it does. It's a snub fit, but it fits. Anyhow, but uh. You know, even issue one, I didn't think it was terrible. You know, I guess I broadened my horizon a little more, but it did get better, and I don't think it's the worst that we've ever seen on the show. So I, I couldn't ping it for that. No, you're you're right. We've seen a lot worse. Yeah, a lot, a lot worse. But anyways. Yeah. All right, so our next section is characters, and Sam, uh, what you got? There are a ton of characters in this, and I'll start with Spider. So for Spider, Richard... I don't know his motives. I don't know why he's wanting to fight crime, why he's wanting to stop people. Why Why is he, he he's Batman, Spider-Man, Punisher, all rolled into one, just going around killing everybody. But why? I mean, what, what's his motives? I have no idea. We know he's in the military, he went to war, and he come back, and he's a complete jerk to his dad. And he claims he's a millionaire. Like, no, your dad is, dude. How are you getting your money? Like, I don't understand. If you're that mean to your dad, if one of my kids that mean to my dad, I'd, I'd just X him out of the wheel. Like, no, dude, you're done. Go find your own way. So, you know, I don't I don't understand his relationship with Ram. Like I know he's a lawyer, supposedly, an ambulance chaser, and they're best buds. And then uh the input lady, I really thought she was interesting. They gave her a good uh backstory and you, you see her motives and then it turned out it really wasn't her real motives, but it was after money. But still she was a really interesting character. But for the most part, they're cookie cutters. We've seen them before, we know who they are, and uh and really wasn't that much originality other than the spider 
but we need more info. I like I like to know why. Okay, I'm gonna jump in because Sam stole all of my notes. I've got like one thing left. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I agree. I, I thought it was weird though. Like, the spider is almost in every panel. Um, mm-hmm. he's the main character. He's the title character. We don't know anything about him. And put is the villain that we don't get much. She get, doesn't get a lot of like panel time, as you know. But we actually get her backstory. Yeah. And then and then they kill her at the end. Yeah. It's like. You do all this to establish her. You give her this a pretty cool origin story. Like she was this really victimized person, been through a lot, and now she's kind of striking back and going to take care of herself anyway she has to. And then they kill her. I'm like, that was a weird decision. Like, really, to really she's the most developed character in the thing. Yeah. And then they wipe her out. I'm like, you might want to have a recurring villain there, guy. Uh, you set her up pretty well, but you know, I guess I guess if you don't see a body, then maybe they're not dead. But yeah, she's not really dead. She'll be back. She landed on another zeppelin on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. All those you know, blimps flattening around. But it's nothing in my my notes is like, why are all these people around him helping him and keeping his secret? You know, I mean, the commissioner knows it's him, really. I mean, he even pretty much owns up to it. He's like, I ain't waste my breath because I, I know it's you, but you're gonna not. Hilt's yeah. after him, knows it's him. Input knows it's him. Nita knows it's him. Ram knows it's him. The scientist knows it's him. All these people are helping him. Like, why are they helping him kill everybody? I mean, what's their put on this? Are, are, is he a millionaire? Is he really paying them to be his friends? I mean, I'm lonely. Play with me kind of guy, you know? <laughs> I got money. Worst kept secret in New York City. For real, I, I still understand yeah. his re- relationship and his motives with what's, everything that's going on in the story. Yeah. It's not that kind of comic guy. You're not supposed to. You don't need that stuff. It's not important. Okay. If it's not, if it's not important, what, what they do is input. That's why I'm getting that. Like, right, I like, no, I, I like I, her her story. I, I thought I thought they killed it with her, but yeah. everybody else is like, man, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, no, it's Jamie. You you took my other remaining note. I don't <laughs> I have no new notes now. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're they're just the character section wasn't the shining star of this thing. Uh, you know, like you said, Sam, they're they're cutouts none of them felt believable except for maybe input none of them really made me think all that could i get their story uh and and yeah the motivation that was my main note is like i don't understand why anybody's doing anything in this you know input's got she's got motivation i I see why she's trying to get over on people and get some money i I understand that but uh yeah i don't know why the spiders he even says in issue one what gives me the right to come out and do this nothing (laughs) i'm like okay so you just admitted you there's no explanation for why you're doing this. Uh, and then the big one for me was Milt, Detective Milt. Why he hated the spider so much and was so bent on catching him. He's obviously not a good cop. He's not super moral. I mean, he's, you know, having a long time with the bad guys. Like, I don't understand. giving info on him. Yeah. We never why, go back to that, by the way. Yeah. Never. Like, why, why is he, you know, trying to take down a vigilante? He's doing your job for you. Just kick back and let him take care of you. You should be happy to have him. Like, I don't understand why he's so against him. It's just another motivation that didn't make any sense. I thought the, uh, I mean, there's the character motivations, right? with the exception of input. I mean, they're just not there. We don't know why anybody's doing anything. No, I they even they... actively say, there's no reason for me to be doing this. <laughs> I mean, the spider <laughs> comes out and says, there's no I reason can. for me to do this. I like shooting people and branding things on their head. Uh, but the, I thought the characterization was pretty good. Like we, we got like a good feel for who they were, like in like, some of who the, like their character ticks were like, we get that, um, uh, Richard, um, 
they call him dick. The kids can be cruel though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we uh, we get a feel for him, like we you know what he's like, his sense of humor, um, all that kind of stuff. And then we, we get a little bit on Nita, um, Detective Hilt. Uh, he's just there to be a pain in the neck. I mean, there's not really yeah, a character really at all. Sure. But but I thought the characterization for some of the characters was was pretty good. I mean, there's no development, no motivations. I mean, that that's all completely absent. But characterization was okay. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was mentioning in the story. We needed that flashback to, to what happened in the war, that last mission that yeah. caused so much of the origin of the spider. I think if we had gotten some of that, it would have made the character a lot more believable. Or, or why he had to stay dead for a while. Like I that felt kind of cryptic. Like, as he did, he go off and train with like you know the green llamas in Tibet or something. Did he join <laughs> the, was, was he, was he the brother of perpetual darkness and under the Vatican or something? I mean, yeah. where was he at? Like, why why did he have to stay dead? I thought that was. They, but they, yeah, never it, back to that. they made it feel like it was super important, but then they never went back to it, elaborated on it, explained it. But they made it have a lot of weight to the story uh, and to the character himself. So, yes. And his character, because it, it really wrecked them both. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I really hate that section of the, story, of the pyramid. It was definitely the worst. It was the weakest. That and issue one. That's how I saw, you know. It bothered me. Well, and the teeth in issue two. That was the, that was the worst thing in all of it. Those teeth, man. <laughs> the teeth. I hated that. <laughs> they even had it on the cover. It was awesome. But anyway, so like, uh, you know, I, I think this Richard's character or Spider would have been better if he wasn't so mean to his dad. I just didn't like their relationship. How evil he was to his dad. When he's going around actually killing people, his dad's just selling military grade gas to people. I mean. Well, I mean, the Spider's not a likable character. He's a jerk. And yeah. I mean, he's manipulating Nita. Um, Everybody around him. Being a terrible friend to like all of the, like all three of the people who consider themselves, you know, his their, his friend. I mean, I, not I, a very I, likable I, character. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. Yeah. You want to give us more words? Let's do it. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> All right, Josh, best cover, go. All right, there are multiple covers for each issue. Uh, I, I established that I didn't know which one was. I think the first one it should be the uh, print cover, and then it's the uh, alternates. Uh, I don't know which ones I picked, so I'm just going to go with my first one. It's on page six for issue one. It's where he looks like a gunslinger in town. That's the alternate. Yeah, I, I thought that was an alternate. I thought yeah. that, that was my overall favorite cover. I do like that one. one. Yeah. I really like that one. It's Frank Avia. Yeah, it's got a good look to it. It reminded me of uh, just an old old western. He's sitting on Main Street at high noon, getting ready to do some damage. Yeah, the uh, the way he's got the coat, uh, the cape, it looks more like a cloak, like, like a serape or something. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so I went with the Frank Avia cover as well. Just go back a couple of pages to page two, and it's the one made made it look like an old like horror movie poster. The Spider, Terror of the Zombie Queen. I just, mm-hmm. it's another Frank Avia, and I just, I like the way that looks. Um, and I like, I like the way that the the bad guy sort of trapped in the webs on the costume, and the way the costume is sort of like it becomes the background. I just, I think it was yeah. cool. I don't think you tried very hard because that's like cover issue four, just so you know. It's on page eighty-two. It's issue four cover. Well, I refuse to pick anything that wasn't a Frank Avia cover. So that, that's not the same one, same cover, exact cover. Is it really? It's actual issue four, it's not issue one. Okay, I didn't know. Whatever. Yeah, because the one you picked back <laughs> for the whole thing. Anyway, I just put some effort into the wards and characters a little bit. 
Actually, try a little bit, guys. Throwing the shade out early. <laughs> <laughs> so the right answer is on page 56, which is an actual cover, not a variant. <laughs> so much shade. <laughs> he looks like one of the uh, xenomorphs the with the no, shears. No, you're wrong. That is not the right answer. It's, it's the best one. It's the actual cover. I like it. Oh. I like it. Not for the teeth, but I liked it because it's the CD in his cape. He's like, he's if his, his mouth CD. had been closed, yeah, that yep. would have been a really good one. That would have been a really good one. All right, so do you have another one? Do you have a variant? Or? Yeah, I've got a backup. Let me uh, let me get over to it here. We're bouncing real quick. Uh, I, I picked another variant. Apparently, it's on page uh, thirty-two. It's a issue two cover. That one's really leaning into the noir story style. He's yeah. like in a rainy alley with his guns out. He didn't have the goofy lasers. I like his guns better. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say the guns look more real. He's got real uh, guns. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's a that's a wrong laser one. Um, I went with um, that's the man's name. I'm not saying oh, his artist laser. laser. Wrong. <laughs> no, no, not, I, wrong. <laughs> that's funny. No, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not saying his art was lesser. That's that's the man's actual name. I'm sure that led to lots of jokes throughout his entire life and career. <laughs> <laughs> um, My bad. Um, I went with a variant for issue five on page 176. Um, it's another Frank Avia. Um, and he should, I mean, he should draw more things with zombies. His zombies look awesome. I agree, yeah. That uh, is amazing. Man, yeah, it just, it looks great. The zombies look really great. And... Um, it's just more great Frank of the art. That kind of reminds me of the uh, Archie comics where they were doing the zombies. That's because Frank of drew that. Uh, oh, okay. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That explains it. Yeah. See how perceptive I am? Yeah. I see these things. <laughs> Nothing gets by you. <laughs> Nothing. I, so I went with uh, my variant is on page 170. It's actual issue one variant. It's by Ron Lesser. And I just like it because I like the feel of the city, the background, the moon. I mean, him jumping into Cape Flying, it, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah, it's kind of like that Batman meets Dick Tracy. That red tie poking out, yeah. yeah the red tie pops. Yeah. yeah. You can't see the teeth. I don't know. He's got a black mask on this time. <laughs> this was actually my favorite of all of them. I guess. You're allowed to I, think, I think anything that wasn't a Frank of is the going to be the wrong answer, but... You're not I, wrong. I think it's funny though. None of us picked an Alex Ross. That is weird. Yeah, we've all gushed over Alex Ross before. Anyway, uh, next award is best character, and uh, I'm gonna go with Anput. Um, she had the best. <laughs> she had the only <laughs> origin story. She's the only character with motivation. Um, and I, despite her doing incredibly terrible evil things you kind of still felt for her you know mm-hmm. she 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 was a, a desperate person doing desperate things and you know as much as you you know abhor what she's doing um you know you understand it and you kind of feel for her even as you you know it's it's cool that she got taken down but yeah so mm-hmm. input is the best character for me and it's funny because i wrote down the input and i figured y'all laugh at me so i had a backup because i do agree with you i think input was the best character <laughs> I loved her little arc she had. I loved the Egyptian thing. I, I even liked her little uh, costume design with the little dog head and stuff. I, I really, really cool. But for my backup, I had Commissioner because I refused to pick somebody else. Just because. Okay. Just right. throwing it out there. 
Uh-huh. Well, I, 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 I input is the right answer, and uh, I picked Snuka. I figured you guys were going to pick her, uh, and I went with the spider, not Richard Wentworth. When he's in the spider costume, the snarkiness and and the fighting and the and the concept of the uh, outfit I liked. When he's Richard Wentworth and he's rolling around being a tool to everybody, didn't care for him. But when he's the spider, I, th- I thought he was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I want to make that clarification. Yeah, it kind of feels like if like Deadpool is cosplaying, like yeah. I'm 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 gonna be this you know more cynical like different kind of snarky detective guy. Right, mm. right. I don't know, if I met Richard, I'd probably punch him in the throat, though. <laughs> yeah, you try. Yeah, I would try. <laughs> Sneak attack. Uh, all right. Uh, Sam, what was your base panel? All right, so I have two down here. And I'm going to go... I don't remember what they are now. It's been so long since I wrote it down. We'll go the first one right now. I don't even know what it is. We'll, go, we'll find out together. Page 84. <laughs> oh, it's a full page. Oh, cool. So I just wonder where he first walks into that- the... Uh, speaking of like doing your homework, I thought we were supposed to pick uh, panels, not full pages. Well, when I pick, it's the center panel. There, there, there's stuff on the side, so it's the center panel where he's walking down in the ring. Mm. Okay, what, what page? Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Oh, that's a fifty-four. I'm like, there ain't no. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's a third. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. I, I also uh, picked the full page one too. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how you know how you know they're zombies? Like, those are Braves and Mets fans cooperating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only way they would cooperate. Yeah. All right. I picked 100%. I know it's the wrong answer, uh, but I like it. We're going to go over a couple pages to page 88. It's the uh, bottom. It's not technically a panel. Uh, I would consider it the fifth panel. It's when he's sitting there. He's got his head down in the rain. You know, Detective Hilt's trying to yeah. arrest him. I just thought I, just, I like the way the rain is. He's kind of got his face turned down. I, I don't know. I just really liked that. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, I had a close tie, but um, I'm gonna go with page 101.2. Uh, it's the the big square, and that one felt the most like a, Cray, a Clayton Crane uh, panel in the whole. Yeah, movie. it looks real dynamic. Yeah, like it's got a lot of movement to it, and uh, that's and the way he draws the rain there and the water droplets yeah, coming off his hand. Droplets. I mean, it's a real. I mean, the the the. I mean, it's just it's great art, but also it's. I don't know the level of detail there feels like it's you know ramped up, and it's like that sort of like Clayton Crane like thing of like, like you know putting in a crazy amount of detail on things that don't don't necessarily need it, but it makes it look cool anyway. Yeah, right. Like the water drops and, and, reflection. Yeah, yeah, and the depth. Uh, you get with his hand in the foreground and it looks like you're actually looking at that the way that it's like a forced perspective. It's really good. That's probably the right answer. I looked at that one and I debated yeah. it, but then I didn't. Um, my backup was on 115. It's just that big full page of Nita. Yeah, when that's he sees my her full as a zombie. page. Yeah, that's yeah. my full page. All right. Uh, Josh, best dialogue. Um, <laughs> not a lot of options unless you really like snark. Yeah, that's uh, mine's from issue one, which arguably didn't have great art, uh, but it's when he's talking about killing the bad guys, and uh, he says the scum I shot were trafficking in young women, girls from Eastern Europe. They got what they deserved. They got less than they deserved. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of put into mind where the spider is. Like he's killing these criminals, but he doesn't think that's even enough punishment for the bad guys. Like he really just could care less about them. He's like the polar opposite of Batman. 
you know, Batman won't take a life. And he's like, I wish I could kill him more. That's the vibe I got from him. So <laughs> I want to kill him twice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to kill him more if I could. If we had more backstory and like understood like where his anger and hatred come from, those lines, would, I mean, it's good dialogue anyway, or a monologue or whatever, but like, it would have been even better if we knew what was behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. Mine is on page 65. And uh, as our listeners can tell, um, we're recording later than usual and I'm vamping cause I don't remember why I picked this page. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's uh, panel four on, uh, 65. It's when he's, we can, we kind of see that, you know, what he's about and how he's conflicted in his own mind a little bit. I remember why I picked this now. Um, so he's trying to get the information from Nita to get, oh, he's trying to get Nita to get information from her husband and then to give it to him. And so, um, she's accusing him of just trying to flirt with her. And so he says, but the truth is, it's not about us, or maybe everything between us is about us. I don't know. All I do know is that if you don't help me find out what's going on, people will die. I can't reduce it any further than that. And so it just kind of like, you know, he everything in his head is all jumbled up. Like he he really he, he really wants to take the bad, down the bad guys. He also really wants Nita. And yeah. and maybe all maybe those things are all jumbled up in his head. Maybe like he can't separate those feelings anymore. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much good, not much good dialogue in here, so we've done well. Dialogue was real clunky a lot of times. It it yeah. it, it was not the high point. <laughs> they were trying place. real hard to do that more detective, you know, and the monologue. And that's what I picked. I picked a monologue, and the only thing that good came from issue six was this monologue at the very last page. It is the very last page on page one fifty two. He's talking about courage. He says, "A long time ago, in Iraq." I knew a guy who had guts and determination, but no clear sense of right and wrong. He mistook ruthlessness for courage. But heroes aren't ruthless, reckless maybe, but not ruthless. So a certain recklessness in the right cause, that's something I can live with. I thought that was another insight to him. That that was pretty good. That might be the right answer, but I just, I blew off all of issue six. I didn't consider it for any award. (laughs) I didn't either. Well, you know, I was slipping through, and I, I was reading his monologue, so I was wanting to pick something from a monologue, because like we was talking about, it's like kind of a noir thing, and that's what I really wanted to do, and that's the one that stood out to me. No, it, it's, it's good. I mean, like, it may be the best. Okay, uh, the next award is the best creative page layout, and I think some of these are so good, it's worth checking out this book. If you've got Comicsology Unlimited, just borrow it, and if you don't want to read it, if we're not intriguing you at all, if our... <laughs> Watered down recommendation is not enough to get you to read it. <laughs> it's worth flipping through to see some of these page layouts. Um, I've got a four-way tie, as a matter of fact. Um, and because I go first, I'm going first, I have to pick one. So I'm going to go with page 84. And it was Sam's best panel. Yep. Yeah, you got two of your other picks out of the way in the story <laughs> art section. Well, you could have just reference it. Just give us another one since it's already, it's already been picked. That okay, really uh, page uh, 23. And that's where he's doing like his uh, real, real quick rundown of like the villains he's fought and the way that like, the mm. smoke from his ring is coming out and it separates yeah. out and you've got the different parts of the the back you know the backstory. Silver Falcon with his attack owls. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it's really cool. That that was one of hold. my three. I had three picked. That was one of them. Okay, yeah, that's why I saw love you go against all and have to because I've got several <laughs> to pick from here. <laughs> okay, uh, I've still got a couple more, but go ahead. So here, I'll do one of mine real quick. Okay. Uh, I might not have any left if you pick them. So, I mean, we may end up, you know, having some of the same ones. Okay, so I went with uh, page one thirty-seven. We'll do that one. 
it's a spider web, and each, each part of the spider web has a panel in it. And if, if you break it down and read it, it goes counterclockwise instead of clockwise. Man, you really like issue six, didn't you? No, I like this layout. It is an it, issue. It is, it is good. And, it, and if you zoom in on one of the panels, it's actual panel one, two, three, four, five. The eye. It's another one yeah. of those Clayton Crane things. I love the eye. Yeah, the the art was really good in six. Yeah. He he's got it figured out. Like what whatever whatever they made him learn for issue one, by issue six, he's got it nailed down. Yeah. Because that eyeball is awesome. It is. That's another one. I mean, even the eyelashes. I mean, yeah. that that really does look like if you told me Clayton Crane did that one panel, I'd believe it. Oh, I believe it too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll reference one of my other three. Jamie, you already stole it earlier when you were talking about it. It's page forty one. It's uh, inputs ears where it's splitting the page. So yeah. it's her face. With the spider underneath of it, and then there's panels in between, and it's got the Egyptian background. It's like they're standing in a pyramid or something. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, okay, uh, go to page eleven. Okay, that's another one. So Josh got had one, and that's another one. Yeah, so like the uh, the the spider logo is setting up the panels on the page. I mean, it's like doing like you said the the clockwise progression of the action. It's just it's really cool looking. See, this one went clockwise. The other one went counter. That's why I thought it was pretty cool. And it's just yeah. six, it actually went counter. This one's clockwise. Did you have another one, Sam? No, y'all y'all hit both of the other ones. All right. And you took my other one, Jamie. It was pages 110 and 111 where he's fighting in the building and the gas is there. So it's all – the page is solid mist, and then there are, like, small clear spots in different spots, and it's different parts of the action. Uh, and I thought that was really good. Uh, I had one more, but Sam took the uh, the better version of it. So it's on page thirty four. It's the first time he uses the spider web to mm. do the uh, the the page setup. But he, like what what you called that from, from uh, issue six is a, is the better version of it. Yeah, it is. But that was his first try at it. And it it's still it's cool already. I mean, this guy's good at page layouts. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we've made lots of cracks about how this um, kind of feels like. You know, Batman and Spider Man mashed up. Um, there's a lot of Batman envy floating around <laughs> in this book. So our last award is Best Batman Jealousy Moment. Uh, Sam, I think there's a right answer here. I mean, there's lots of options, but I think there is one absolute right answer. I, I, you know, there's a lot to pick from, and what I went from was his relationship with the commissioner. How him and others always called in. He's getting info from it, and the commissioner pretty much knows he's Spider Man or Spider, whatever you want to call him. Not Spider Man, but Spider. So, you know, I, I like that because this reminded me of Gordon and Batman, and this was that relationship. Except Gordon is really smart. Yeah, commissioner. He's, <laughs> he's something. Well, I had two specific moments, and I'll go one and see, Jamie, if you got one of the other ones. Uh, I went with my main one was page 119 to 121. It's when he's beating his dad up to get the confession while the police are listening in. And it just reminded me of the uh, Dark Knight where Batman's beating up the Joker in the police station to try to get some info from him. And I felt yeah. like that was like a direct scene lifted when he was uh, just working. They're letting him work outside the law. I got, him, got that vibe. Okay. I thought the obvious one was the, uh, the one Sam mentioned in the uh, story section about... <laughs> she tries to poison him with tarantula poison. He's like, I've been eating this for breakfast every day for yeah. 13 years or whatever it was. I'm prepared. So it's like those, all those times that Batman is like super prepared for everything. Everything. Like it felt like they were just completely like, you know, lifting like, you know, the first play out of Batman's playbook. Yeah. That, I wish he had a utility belt. 
Yeah. He probably does under his cape. Yeah, uh, it's like he had a utility belt. That's why I wrote now. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't want to pick the uh, tarantula poison because it got on my nerves so bad that he'd been doing that. I'm like, no, that doesn't. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my other one, just real quick, was on page 125 when he throws his knife at uh, input and she catches it. Uh, and then he, the knife is also a taser. It's a remote taser, and he tasers her with it. I'm like, that's a Batman gadget. There's a yeah. taser and a knife handle. Uh, my, she should have. If she said it's all in the reflexes, it would have been. <laughs> that would have just sealed it for me. I would have rescued it. Yeah, low pan. Uh, my my backup was uh, Nita. I mean, if they just called her Rachel Dolls, I would have just rolled with it. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. who she is. <laughs> yeah, she's a reporter and everything. Yeah. But no, Rachel Doss was a, she was a But it's, DA, the, same, right? it's yeah, the same yeah. relationship. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Her girlfriend ran off to protect well, You know, we never learned Nita's last name before, you know, her, her like, before she got married. Maybe she was Nita Dolls. She's Rachel's little sister. <laughs> Could be. All right, y'all want to cast this thing? Yep. Sure. All right. Uh, Josh, who's your spider? Uh, probably the wrong answer, uh, but I went with uh, Jai Courtney. Captain Boomerang from Suicide Squad. It's not bad. It's not. It's not terrible. If you remember in Jack Reacher, he played a lot more serious role. He was mm-hmm. like a bad guy, and he was getting stuff done. Yeah. Uh, so I think if you if you mix those two characters together, uh, it's not bad. I think he's got the physicality for it too. I think me and Jamie will have the same answer. Uh, well, I've got three answers down. Um, oh, I've got I've got one um, for now, and I've got one. Uh, time machine. I don't break up the time machine very often anymore, but I feel like there's a couple of pages here where he's drawing like a specific person, but they're too old for the part now. But my modern day one would be Ryan Gosling. Um, it's the wrong, I know it's the wrong hair color, but like I feel like he would pull off this kind of like detached, um, snarky guy. I feel like he would pull that off. Yeah. He's also got the traditional good looks for it. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good answer. I went with Chris Pine. That's another good one. Yeah, I, I just, just who I seen like as soon as I started looking at that's Chris Pine. I, I know like Jamie's gonna pick him. The, yeah, the hair side of that also. Yeah, that's okay. My my, that. my time my time machine was Robert Patrick, like late nineties Robert Patrick, like you know a couple of years past being the T one thousand. Um, because it feels like there's a, a couple of like pages. It looks like that's who they're drawing. Yeah. Um, but he's he's way too old now. Yeah, way too. Old. I, I thought there was a couple of times he remind me of. Uh, Christian Slater, who could be a tool. He could play the jerk role. Yeah. You know, he had that look sometimes. But uh, you take him from Interview with a Vampire. It's kind of who he looks like there. Now, if we really yeah, wanted to go yeah. over the top, um, Nick Cage would do this. Oh yeah, and it would be wild. But yeah. he, he could do his uh, spattered wire voice and <laughs> monologue <laughs> over top of it. That'd probably be pretty funny. The wind follows me wherever I go. <laughs> All right, our next one is input, and uh, I don't actually know this lady's ethnicity, but she kind of looks like input anyway. Uh, what was Zoe Kravitz? Yeah, and I've only seen her in a handful of things, but like, um, like you know, X Men First Class, uh, she was uh, Toast the Knowing in, in Mad Max Fury Road. I just feel like she would she gives off the right kind of vibe uh, for input. And especially from Mad Max Fury Road, you think about the things that she went through as, you know, that guy's wife and what he, you know, did to her and put her through and the anger and bitterness that she had. And and it was a small role. Didn't have a lot of scenes, but like, I believed that she was, you know, had a lot of righteous anger at that guy. And so I just felt like she would, you know, I mean, I I got that vibe from input 
reminded me of that character from Mad Max Fury Road. Someone's Zoe Kravitz. It's not bad. I just uh, picked a lady, Eva Mendes, for a particular reason. Just see her doing that part. Yeah. See her in the costume. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Which I gotta say, this is a dynamite book, and that's a pretty revealing costume. But for a dynamite book, that's pretty conservative. It could be. Yeah. I've seen a lot worse on in a, in dynamite books. Yeah, it's red Sonya stuff. <laughs> that, that there's even worse there. Anyway, go ahead. Dynamite's famous for that nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I stuck with the Egyptian background, and I went with Yasmin Almazri. Uh, I don't know who that is. Jamie's shaking his head. You'll have to look her up. I wasn't real familiar with a lot of her credits. But she's Egyptian. She looks the part. She's done American movies. She's done Egyptian movies. So I think she would be, she would bring the background with her. She's done a lot of TV. Yeah. Yeah. I almost almost picked a lady from uh, The Mummy. The one that played the other one. The Tom Cruise movie? No, the original Mummy, the... The girl. Oh, the one at the beginning, the, with the yeah. the the one that one, the what's his face? Was, yeah. yeah, I can't remember her name. Also, you know what? It doesn't matter. A <laughs> knocks in a moon. Yeah, a knocks in a moon. Yeah, that's how I most picked. Uh, I'm terrified you knew that. Um. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> Occasionally. Uh, all right, Sam. Who's your Nita? All right, so I had no real good idea. I was. I'll give you the smell stature. Lacey Chabert. I don't even say that saying C H A B E R T. Chabert. She's from uh, Lost in Space. She played Peony. She was also Mean Girls. I can't believe so, it with her Lost in Space. There's like the five people right. that remember that movie, and like three of yeah. them are on this episode right now. Joey yeah. was the captain. Yeah. <laughs> that had a that had a Commissioner Gordon in it. it. He played yeah, the doctor, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, had a lot of stars in that movie. Yeah, I didn't hate that movie. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> uh, uh, for uh, my needy, uh, needy, Nita, I went with Lizzie Kaplan. Okay. Look her up. You'll know her from stuff. I I know her from Hot Tub Time Machine. I'll admit it. Uh, she was also in Mean Girls, Sam. She was the uh, goth girl in uh, Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was in Cloverfield. I, I, I knew. I've never watched yeah. Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. She's in a, yeah. She's yeah. a good actress, though. She's got to look for it. You would love Cloverfield. Cloverfield's really good. <laughs> All right. Um, my Nita is who they were drawing. Um, Aubrey Plaza. I feel like about half the time they were drawing her. Like, the guy had a picture of Aubrey Plaza stuck to his drawing board. Especially in her, 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 like the lower half of her face, like the mouth. He's every panel is Aubrey Plaza's mouth. Yeah, I can see that. I want to give you my answer. Okay. So this is the one somebody else told me to say. I was thinking uh, Jessica Alba. I kept seeing Jessica Alba when she had a little hat on and the trench coat. That's really who I seen. Yeah, I, I got even more of an Aubrey Plaza vibe from the hat and trench coat. Mm. I, I see crazy I think, I think every time I see that lady. Aubrey huh? Plaza, every time I see Aubrey Plaza, I think crazy though. Yeah, and, I mean, she, she's not right for the role. I just think I, just, I, yeah. think, I think it's who they were drawing. <laughs> yeah, she she's way too snarky and, you know. Yeah. I think Jessica Alba's right. Weird. <laughs> we could just say it. She's weird. Um, my backup to go with somebody who was more right for the role and not just the look was Anna DeArmas from Knives Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, 
Detective Hilt. I think there's a right answer here. Josh, who's your Detective Hilt? Well, you I feel like you're going to say Josh Lucas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nope, I'm not saying Josh Lucas. No. Oh, okay, okay. Wrong, wrong, I've wrong, actually got, wrong kind of jerk. Yeah, I've got two for this. Uh, I'll go with my first one, and then uh, I'll give you my backup. Uh, David Harbour. He'd have okay. to turn up the jerk. I mean, he was a jerk in Stranger Things quite a bit. I think he could turn it up a couple of notches. It, yeah. And, yeah. I love when he was messing with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's not bad. Um, it's not the right answer. The right answer is James Gandolfini. From the Sopranos, uh, he played, oh, yeah. oh, he played yeah. a jerk detective in Fallen. Yeah. I mean, that, he was this guy in Fallen. No, that's that's a really good one. Yeah, Damn, I missed that one. Swing and a miss. I don't want to give you my answer. But but just remember, think of the scene from Fallen when we're talking about you know like, getting a little cream. Mm-hmm. You know, like some cops are dirty. This will do like more than like you know the best. Like, he, that is Detective Hilt. I mean, he yeah, just is that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good movie too. It is. All right, so my answer, I went for looks alone, and I picked him because I picked somebody else from the same show. It's Greg Grunberg, I think that's his name. He's from Heroes. He's too nice. He is too nice. I agree, but I went for looks alone. He kind of looks like the guy in one of the issues. All right, let me do my backup just real quick. Because okay. he, he didn't really fit the physical type, but, man, when you want a whole bag of tools, as you like to say, Jamie, Stephen Ogg. <laughs> Okay. You've watched Walking Dead. He played Simon. He was one of the lieutenants for uh, Negan. Uh, I haven't read really that. Stephen Ogg, O-G-G. He plays D-Bag exceptionally well. I don't think I've seen him in anything. Really? Oh, yeah. man. Well, look at his face. You can see just in his face, he, he does it very believably. Oh, I saw yeah, some I mean, of his yeah. interviews. Super nice guy, but yeah, he 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 brings it. I don't know. He's been in like mostly TV shows that I haven't watched. Yeah, and a lot of video game work. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So our next character is Ram Singh, the uh, lawyer, kung fu expert, Sikh friend. Um. <laughs> felt like they were like playing some kind of game where they're like spinning something like like a character designer thing. Let's roll for you know. Ethnicity. Let's roll for career. Let's roll yeah. for you know abilities. It just felt anyway. Um, I'm going with Marwan Kinzari. Uh, he played Joe in the Old Guard, and he was oh yeah, uh, he was Jafar in the new Aladdin movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you think about the action they did in the Old Guard. I mean, that movie didn't have a giant budget, but they still made the action look good. And I'm I'm guessing the actors were doing a lot of it. And and this guy was believable. Like he 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 felt like a really like a dangerous person. And um, and he was a good actor, so. Yeah. All right, Sam. Uh, who was your so, scene? So this is the guy I picked. Uh, is from Heroes also. That's how I got the other guy. It's a uh, Sindel Remurthy. I think that's his name. He was the scientist doctor guy. Yeah, uh, I'm spelling it wrong apparently, but I know you're talking about. And I, he was he was a better actor than that show deserved. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think he was probably the best actor on the show. Mohinder is his yeah. name on the show. It's Send Hill, and then it's Ram Murthy. R A M A M U R T H Y. I thought he looked a lot like Ram too. How they called him. All right, Josh, who was yours? Okay, I went with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. 
Man, we're good at naming these people. Yeah. He was in, uh, which, which I didn't watch. I saw him in other stuff. But I didn't watch. He was in Stuber with uh, oh, yeah. Crash the <laughs> Destroyer. That, yeah. He was the driver, like an Uber it's driver. Funny though, yeah. But he, yeah, well, I'm looking for, this thing's going to need a little bit of comic relief, and I'm grabbing yeah. it from the sidekick. But he's in crazy shape. Like, I think he could pull off the physical physical stuff believably mm-hmm. like he's he's gotten in really good shape lately well, but he, he can he's funny yeah he ain't he uh you know he film a dc movie or something yeah he's he no his... he's going to be one of the eternals in yeah. uh marvel he's going to be one of the yeah. uh yeah the elemental the whatever. punisher mm, maybe maybe Right, but so, I was I was looking for a little bit of comic relief. This thing's kind of dark and broody. We need we need a little bit of levity to it. So I was thinking he was on one of the um, Netflix Marvel shows because I'm, I'm I'm looking at his picture. I recognize the face and I don't know where else I would know him from because it I don't know. Anyway, uh, all right. Uh, next is Anput Bodyguard Abdul. Uh, I think yeah. his name is Abdul. I'm hoping that wasn't just some guy being racist and just you know guessing that was his name, but. Um, he was this big, imposing dude. Uh, Sam, who you got? All right, so I went with a guy that I I know is a good actor, does good fight scenes and stuff. His name is Ben Barnes. He was Billy Russo in Punisher. He can do that type of twisted character. Yeah, he's tortured he's, soul. he's bigger than he looks because he's a little bit slim. I think if he put some weight on, but yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's he's, he's, he's a big physical soldier. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we need some super soldier serum. I mean, we got it. It's Hollywood. <laughs> All right. <Josh. laughs> I stuck again with the, because uh, I got the feeling he was Egyptian as well as Anput. Uh, so I went with Mito Hamada, who's a big, giant Egyptian dude who doesn't have a lot of, wouldn't have a lot of speaking lines, wouldn't have a lot, because I'm not familiar with a lot of his work. But he's just a big, imposing guy. Like, he, he, would be a good bodyguard, I think. I give you, uh, you know, a lot of garbage on one episode for not getting the ethnicity right, and you go crazy. Um, he did. <laughs> he, he kept it legit. It's super accurate. Well, it's... I didn't. Um, so, uh, on Don't you, man? Jeez. Uh, for, for Abdul, Abdul's whole thing is he's a gigantic dude who's physically imposing. Doesn't say a lot. I think he only has like one line. There's like one speech balloon coming away from his mm-hmm. face. Um, so the the whole part is being ginormous. So I went with Dave Bautista. There you go. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is just I'm big and imposing. I mean, Dave Bautista. I mean, he's incredibly funny. I mean, he starts doing his drag stuff. He like I think it takes away from some of the imposingness because he's so ridiculous. But like if he's just standing there flexing, I mean, the dude is Im- imposing. So yeah. Okay, we're doing one extra one because there's one they um we all think there was the, there was a guy they were drawing for the commissioner and we're all pretty sure who it is. Um, I don't think they were hiding the ball at all. I think there's I don't think there's any doubt at all. They had a, pic, a picture either pulled up on Google or stuck to the drawing board of who they were drawing for the commissioner. <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, you I think you were the first one to start talking about this. Who, who do you think it is? I'll tell you if we agree. Okay, it's Mark Ruffalo. At 100. percent That's who it is. That's who they draw. <laughs> If they they didn't even them, try they? to change it at all. They just. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> How realistic can we make this image? Yeah. <laughs> that's not. That's not. A, that's not drawing. That's actual picture. What are they doing? <laughs> right. Uh, not Salvador Larocca didn't do this, or. Yeah. 
Speaking of Salvador LaRocca, Josh, why don't you preview our next episode for us? All right. Next week, we'll be talking about Invincible Iron Man, Volume 1, The Five Nightmares. Uh, we hadn't done, I don't think we've done a, just a, a solo Iron Man. We've done some team-ups, but yeah, so we're, we're going to do uh, This one collects Iron Man uh, 1 through 7, and here's the summary from Comixology. Iron Man, billionaire industrialist and director of S.H.I.E.L.D., faces the most overwhelming challenge of his life. Ezekiel Stane, the son of Tony's late business rival and archenemy Obadiah, has set his sights, his genius, and his considerable fortune on the task of destroying Tony Stark and Iron Man. Okay, you left out an important part. What's that? It's written by Matt Fraction. Oh, yeah, Matt Fraction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Matt Fraction. So how when was this wrote? What's the time on this one? Um, I think this is around Civil War, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a little older. It, it's showing released on 2009, but I don't know if that was the volume or. The I, think probably, not, I think it's sure. a little older than that. Well, I'm, be. I'm being I'm trying to remember when did Civil War come out, Sam? I'm not I'm not remembering the time because that that's the only time I remember Tony Stark being the head of Shield was during yeah, that time frame. That's. Should be between 03 and 05 when that happened. So yeah, I have already read into this a little bit, and I was really shocked that Tony Stark is the director <laughs> of Shield. I never, I didn't know that happened, uh, so I was, I was a little taken aback by that. I'm not gonna lie. All right, but it looks good. It looks the art solid. Uh, like I said we got Salvador Larocca, Matt Fraction's doing the writing. It's the story's Matt been Fraction really good, good so far. So I think, I think it's gonna be good. We'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Early well, spoilers. <laughs> well, I, I think we're done here. Uh, goodbye, everybody. See ya. Good night. Later. <laughs>